Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Welcome back to another podcast of stuff. So we look at the newspapers, and well, we don't pay attention to the big news. Very much not this week. Mm. Whereas sometimes we do pay attention to the main news if it's you know something you can joke about without um, those consequences. So here's the deal. Um, there's also a thing that we're doing. This podcast is part of a radio show. The radio station that it is broadcast on is giving away some tickets to go to the cinema, and you'll hear in the podcast. It's right up my strata because it's a superhero film and I am not that bright. Okay, now that's all checks out. Um, so we did a radio show, including some plugging a competition, which you will hear and you can't really. And actually, you could, I suppose, just a bit more petrol for you. But anyway, uh, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. We did a podcast and it sounds like this. On the show today, we'll be talking about a sandwich that is so expensive, even I would turn it down. And I love a sandwich. You know me. Oh, I, I am eating sandwiches like they're going out of fashion. And they are, actually. Um, thanks to all those other baps. You could get £500. It's not a competition we're giving away, just a thing I found in the news. Shortage of the day makes a return, because that's the way things are these days. AI is in the news, so I'm sure that's some scaremongering. And it's another one of those news stories with someone who's lived a long while. It's a 107-year-old who's been passing on advice on how they live that old... I mean, it'll just be genes and staying active. But let they won't say that, otherwise they wouldn't have gotten the newspapers. So we'll find out the secret to old age too on today's show. Wow! A couple of things to achieve in this link. One thing I will say is, on the way shortly, details on how you could be off to the cinema. I did promise that I would recap all of Marvel's cinematic universe history in a short way. I'll do that in a couple of songs' time. Uh, news that we need to talk about. Savers are being warned to stop doing this thing of cash stuffing. Sounds more painful than it is. Apparently there's been an increase in break-ins because people have cash hidden around the house. Our houses are worth more to break into now. They say don't do that. I'd say, look, I understand if you are stuffing cash somewhere. We should do a phone-in, a text-in, where you text in the details of how much money you've got, which room you keep them in, any mother's maiden names, things like... I'm not saying things are particularly going tough for me at the moment, but we could do that as a texting. Could we do that as a texting? They're shaking their heads. Okay. Time for me to get angry first on a news story that's meant to be light and fluffy. They always, every so often, they find some someone who's lived to a ripe old age and they send a journalist along to go, so, you are right? You are right? I said, are you all right? And they, I imagine that's a difficult interview. And they ask, what's the secret of your old age? And it's pointless. Here we are. Um, a man who celebrated his 107th birthday has said that the secret to his long life is eating breakfast. Ah, oh, I know I'm meant to find it cute, but it just winds me right up. Just look, don't think badly of me if I tell you my inner dialogue right now. Oh, breakfast? I hadn't thought of eating that. Do you know what? You're probably the only person who eats breakfast because not many people live to 107, and yet somehow the secret is breakfast? If that were really the case, do you not think that everyone who eats breakfast, and by that just say everyone, will live to 107 years old? <sighs> One of the things that actually can um, shorten your life is getting stressed a lot, so I should probably stop reading these stories. 
you could be off to the cinema um, to go and see a film with us. Down at the uh, the premier cinema in the Mercury Mall, we're off to see the new MCU film, The Marvels. Brie Larson's in it, Samuel L. Jackson. It's a special night out. You can come along as well. You're invited. It's November the 13th. All you've got to do is call us on 01708 741075. Reserve your place. Up to four people. Plus, you get to spend. It says here, I'm reading it. Don't think I'm uh, all up myself. You get to spend a few hours with the Time FM presenters. That might be a deal breaker for you. I, I'm aware of that. But I did say, because it's a Marvels film, and I love all this superhero nonsense, that I would try and catch you up from the first film that came out uh, like a decade ago, whenever it first was. And then all of the films, the Infinity War and the Hulk and all this, all of those films. I'd try and sum up the back history in less than two minutes. I've done it, but I thought I'd do it in song form. So if you want to know all the films that you should have seen before you come and see this one with us, I have hopefully managed to explain it in this song. See if it works. There's Thor and Loki, Odin, Sons and all of the Asgardians Peter Quill is Star-Lord and his friends the other Guardians There's Captain America, the Nazis really hack him off Captain Marvel, Vision and his Mrs. Wanda Maximoff Ant-Man and the Wasp use tech that makes them so resizable Nick Fury knows the scroll who changed their shape, they're so disguisable Peggy Carter is so old, someone ought to pension them And then there's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but we're trying not to mention them Hulk comes out when Bruce gets mad, he's normally inside a man. Black Widow, Miss Marvel, not forgetting there's a Spider-Man. Doctor Strange has spells and his friend Wong has been explaining them. Wakanda has Black Panther and a lot of that vibranium. is just one man but has lots of personalities there are many different kangs from infinite realities jane foster's a scientist but now's a kind of valkyrie winter soldier's friend is sam and he is kind of falcony if hawkeye shot at she hulk he'd never seem to miss at her daredevil fights crime but he is also a solicitor quicksilver moves so fast that he's a kind of blurry one groot knows a raccoon and he's a kind of furry one Drax is good with kids and Mantis makes people forget a lot Stark Industries is doing well because it's run by Pepper Potts But Tony Stark was Iron Man and he kind of started it Fantastic Four Deadpool X-Men are also kind of part of it And I'm not listing villains like the Red Skull who's a bony one And Iron Fist on Netflix and Venom is a Sony one Hopefully that means you are now fully up to date for to come and see the Marvels, because without all that info, you might have struggled. Quick hit on this new story. Ella Henderson is apparently going to recreate the iconic body form advert. I heard that news and thought, whoa, well, more of a whoa. Anyway, have you heard about this one? The school that's appointed an AI robot as its principal head teacher. Oh, it's the end of times, isn't it? Because normally when the AI uh, stories are in the news... It started out as it will help people cheat their, their exams. It will cause nuclear war. And then a few stories in between about it means songs will be rubbish. But now, imagine reading that. What's this AI? The thing that will wipe out humanity. Let's give it the job of being in charge of some kids. Cottesmore School has worked with developers to create a digital educator called Abigail Bailey. Why not A? Because it begins with an A, Abigail. Why not have a surname that begins with an I? Okay, so it's not a good school. 
Um, the chatbot will support a human head teacher, Tom Rogers. But when, he, in the, when he's interviewed about it, he just keeps saying about how it'll be really helpful because his job's so lonely. Lonely man spends time with female computer voice. They've made so many films about this. He's going to fall in love and it's all going to... Oh, it's just sit him down and make him watch that... Is it her? That one? And uh, Ex Machina, whatever that one's called. Make him watch all of the sci-fi films with fembots in it. Otherwise, we're all doomed. A couple of stories to put together, kind of under the update of short shortage of the day. day. One of them fits into it weirdly, because Coca-Cola is having a go at saving the planet by making its bottle tops from carbon dioxide. Now, I used to be a chemist back at degree level, and um, that's a gas, my friend. So... There's going to be a lot of spillages, but they're using the gas to turn it into some sort of plastic thing. They're polymerizing the monomer that is carbon dioxide. Um, okay, as long as they're not still attached to the side like the new ones, they won me right up. But just also remember that a couple of years ago, what was there a shortage of in Europe? Carbon dioxide. So thanks for that. Um, then also, apparently, we are running out of tomatoes. Britain is suffering a tomato shortage crisis with some supermarkets selling out. High temperatures across Europe apparently have ruined the harvest. You know what's really going to bother me? It's when we find out that one of the reasons we don't have enough tomatoes is because the Spanish keep lobbing them at bulls or whatever they do. So maybe we could uh, trim back on that until I've got my ketchup sorted. Do you know what I mean? Two stories to put together again. One is that Harrods is selling a sandwich for £28. Well, you what? I mean, the good news here is for Pret, who sell a sandwich for like seven quid, and that wind me right up until they've brought out 28 quidder. Um, but in the same newspaper, shoppers are being offered £500 rewards if they catch thieves. And these days, you know, if you're a shoplifter, you ain't going to get prosecuted. So you and a friend could team up. They pretend to shoplift. You catch them. You get 500 quid. You could finally afford a sandwich, which is a step in the right direction. Quick hit on this new story, Mick Jagger has said that guitarist friend Keith Richards used to be so poor that he'd steal spuds. I'm not sure that's what he meant when he said he got mashed up last night. Anyway, let's move on. Podcast nearly done. Just have a look here. Oh, I was going to read this story out. Um, it's not rude or anything, but I left it for the podcast. Office staff waste 213 hours a year in meetings, which could have been covered in emails. And I was just going to briefly tell you the story. I didn't want to mention it on radio because it's about when I worked for the BBC, which seems a bit harsh doing that on a commercial station. But um, I genuinely, I did the, a summer shift of covering drive when people were moving around. And a week before we started, someone booked in a meeting in my diary. And I was like, all right, I'm eager. I'll attend. Brilliant. <laughs> and went along. And that meeting, I am not even kidding you, the subject of the meeting was to answer the question, when should we book the meeting room for the drive time show? Okay. Due to the unique way the BBC is funded, they can afford to have people literally having a meeting about when to have meetings. And then they run out of money and have to sack loads of people. So something, there's a reason why people are wound up. Um, what else? We did the Mick Jagger story. There was this story. Um, Alan Jones says he wakes up feeling like Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. What, because he can't do a proper English accent either. Hey, we're up to date. Um, you can track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. You can subscribe wherever you found this podcast. And until next time, thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost <clears throat> Daily. Daily.